Welcome to the INS Infusion Room, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. The Infusion Nurses Society is recognized as the global authority in infusion therapy and is devoted to setting the standard for infusion care. I'm Dawn Berendt, your podcast host and the Clinical Education and Publications Manager for INS. Welcome to this episode of INS Infusion Room. Today I have with me Justin Reynolds and Emily Smith, who are here on behalf of CIVCO. Welcome, Justin and Emily. Thanks, Don. Thank you. I'm going to ask each of you to introduce yourself and tell about your work. Justin, let's start with you. Thanks, Don. Yeah, my name is Justin Reynolds. I've been with CIVCO Medical Solutions for about four years now, and I manage the infection control product line for the company. And basically, that means various forms of mechanical barrier to prevent cross-contamination with different types of ultrasound transducer. Welcome. Emily, how about you? Um, I'm Emily Smith. I'm a clinical marketing specialist for CIVCO. I've worked with them for at least three and a half years now, okay. I believe. I do a lot of the education at CIVCO with end users, OEM manufacturers with ultrasound equipment mm-hmm. and some sales. Okay. So. Welcome so much. Mm-hmm. I would like you to tell us a little bit about CIVCO, your organization. The mission for CIVCO is making image-guided procedures safer. So CIVCO has a long history of working in the ultrasound industry with needle guides, probe covers for ultrasound, and some different disinfection options for the end users. Okay. In addition to some men's health equipment as well. Well, the INS Standards of Practice 2021 mentioned so much about using vein visualization technology. So I'm so happy to have this conversation with you because that leads in very nicely to the discussion we're going to have. Let me ask my first question today. Why should clinicians pay attention to safety risk when using ultrasound to guide vascular access? That's a great question, Dawn. The ERCI came out with some top 10 concerns mm-hmm. and talk about how 69% of peripheral IVs are removed prior to completion for failures or infections um, in the patient. And the INS guidelines that recently came out as well talk about how much ultrasound is actually increased in use in the vascular access community to help um, vascular access teams and nurses improve the placement of their vascular access devices. Absolutely. Um, The problem is the lack of standardization out there. And so it's kind of nice as you look down the road to think about some standardization in the practice and how that will um, decrease your infections long term. Well, in a minute, we're going to be talking about some products that you have available And we really want to learn, and you're going to have to help our listeners visualize what is the product that you're going to describe. I'm going to go on to my next question now. What can nurses do to minimize risks when using ultrasound for vascular access? Um, The key, I would say, for a lot of it is education. So the department managers and educators can provide continuing education 
with best practices for the facility. Um, the INS standards, along with a bunch of other societies out there, including AIUM and ASEP, recommend using a sterile sheath when doing your vascular access procedures. And the FDA takes that a step further and says that the sheath needs to be an approved viral barrier that's validated for ultrasound use. In addition, the uh, nurse could consider eliminating gel altogether as it has been found as well to be a risk for the insertion site. So it's just really interesting to think about that because when we talk about ultrasound, we only think of having gel to support Mm -hmm. that visualization. So I'm interested to learn more about that piece. So you mentioned that you have an approved viral barrier Can you talk a little bit more about that and why clinicians should avoid um, using alternatives such as Tegaderm for ultrasound-guided interventions? Yes, yeah. It's a pretty common practice for clinicians to use some sort of um, transparent membrane or film dressing as a a cover during an ultrasound-guided procedure. And those are really designed as uh, device securement or wound dressing devices, and so they have uh, the appropriate adhesive that makes them excellent for their intended use. However, if you think about using them for ultrasound and the potential ramifications around damage to the sensitive part of your transducer, Mm -hmm. potential warranty issues and so on associated with Mm -hmm. using those Mm -hmm. transparent film dressings as a, a probe cover. In addition, they are not approved by the FDA for that particular purpose. And so you need to be thinking about what the FDA says about those and also what ultrasound OEM manufacturers say about the use of those uh, transparent dressings as a probe cover. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them, such as Sonocyte and Philips, have actually gone so far as to warn users not to use transparent dressings as a barrier for ultrasound. You know, to replace (laughs) that probe is so expensive. And and for really high-use organizations, they place a lot of peripheral IVs and central vascular access devices, many, many per day, many thousands (laughs) per month. And that repeated on, off, on, off. I can understand now what you're saying about that adhesive. It can also be an infection control risk because some of these transparent dressings leave a film behind on the ultrasound probe that's difficult to clean to off. Remove, sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so a lot of people have been using like alcohol wipes and that can damage the face of the probe in sure, itself. Sure, And, you know, most of those dressing types are semi-permeable which means that there is a little bit of, um, what can we say? Um, it's not a full barrier. Um, it does it does everything that it needs to do as far as the dressing goes and lets it breathe while it's on the patient. But I don't know if, you know, as you're saying this, I can imagine that it's probably not the best product. It's great for its intended use. Absolutely like perfect said. for its intended mm-hmm. use. Is this a good time for me to ask you to describe the product that your organization has manufactured and is presenting to the world right now? Yes, sure. Going back to... Um, what we touched on earlier with 100% gel-free ultrasound, that is often a concept that people really 
find hard to grasp just mm-hmm. because ultrasound and ultrasound gel kind of go together like uh, hand and glove. Yes. And so over the last couple of years, we've brought to market the Envision range of viral barriers. So we have an Envision scanning pad, which looks pretty similar to a transparent film dressing, but it uses a very different adhesive that's been validated with major ultrasound OEMs to ensure that it's not going to damage the transducer. It's also a validated viral barrier. It's approved by the FDA for use in ultrasound. And along with that, we have a range of Envision probe covers. And how they work is they combine the adhesive on one side that couples to the transducer. And on the other face or the other surface of the material is a hydrophilic coating that interacts with a liquid such as uh, sterile saline. And that makes it slippery as well as acting as the couplant to allow the transmission of your sound waves Mm, between the transducer mm -hmm. and the patient. So no ultrasound gel necessary, completely gel-free. So is there a big cleanup like there is with the gel after we've uh, looked for a vessel? No, that's one of the major advantages of the product is Mm -hmm. um, there isn't a lot left behind that needs to be cleaned up. Any residual sterile saline you can simply blot dry on the patient and once you remove the product from the transducer there's no residue left behind and no gel to clean out of all of the nooks and crannies on your transducer. Interesting. And does it fit most transducer types? Yes, yeah, it'll fit a very wide range. Fairly universal product that can meet the needs, the size, the shape. Yes, yeah. And in addition, it's available, the covers are available in multiple lengths as well, depending on the extent of your need uh, for your sterile field. Okay, let's go on to our next question here. So our listeners might be surprised to know that ultrasound can be performed without the gel, and I think we've just talked about that. Is there anything else that you want to share about that feature? I will say that my experience has been that you have to see it in order to believe it, and Mm -hmm. oftentimes there's an aha moment when the lights go on and people see that you can actually scan Mm -hmm. um, without Mm -hmm. ultrasound gel. So we have a lot of resources available on our website. Um, we would encourage people to go to sifco.com, um, search for Envision and check through some of the videos mm-hmm. there and contact us to get more information or to request samples or a product demo. Okay. I'm happy to share the Sifco website in the show notes below, so check that out. Um, but let's go on and let's talk a little bit more about what you offer organizations that are considering your product. So what do we do if we want to get a good look at it and maybe trial it? What options do organizations have? Yeah, so the, the first step would be either to contact us if, uh, you know, if you know who your Civco rep is in the area. Um, mm-hmm. They would be more than happy to set some kind of demo up uh, mm-hmm. to come on site or do a virtual in-service and show the product walk end users through how to use it, the different steps, um, because it is different from a traditional probe cover. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're eliminating some steps that you might be very, very used to taking. Mm-hmm. Um, so either contact your Civco sales rep or just go onto the website. There's a contact us form and um, submit your information and we will follow up and set up a demo, set up some samples, okay. whatever. Do organizations have the opportunity to trial your product prior to making a commitment to purchase? Yes, that can be arranged. 
Okay. It really is nice to have like one of the salespeople like show you how to deploy the cover onto the probe the first time, like the easiest tips to mm-hmm. doing that because it's developed to be different than gel. And we're all, I'm a sonographer. I've been a sonographer for 27 years mm-hmm. and have used gel almost the entire my entire career. So mm-hmm. to think of something different than gel is a little uncomfortable. Right. But as Justin said, if you give it like two weeks time, you'll never go back because it's just so much more efficient mm-hmm. in cleaning and with all the infection control issues that have been in the media lately with the recall on gel from a company from Canada. Mm. Um, there's a lot of infection risk involved with it too. So it's safer sure. that way. Mm-hmm. And do clinicians have the opportunity to receive education from your organization during their induction of this product? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, we definitely provide that as a service um, to, to customers. Okay. So this is interesting. Thank you so much for coming to share this information with us. I'm going to ask each of you to share some final thoughts. Uh, tell about anything else that we haven't had the chance to talk about thus far, and then we'll close our program. So Emily, let's start with you. Well, as I said, Envision is a great product. It makes a world of difference in efficiency with procedures. In regards to the sterile dressing sticking on the patient after a procedure mm-hmm. with the gel that's typically on the skin, there's been a lot of issues with dislodgement. Envision takes care of that. The probe itself, as far as the infection control issues with cleaning probes, Mm -hmm. it really helps a lot with that because there are so many nooks and crannies on those probes that gel can get stuck in and then you go on to your next patient. So it really, it's a great product. Sounds like a time saver, sure. Definitely. Okay, Justin, any last words from you? Well, first of all, thank you for having us on the program. We really appreciate the opportunity to talk about Suvco and our range of products. We're all about making image-guided procedures safer, and we feel that Envision is a major step in that direction, as well as having major workflow advantages for clinicians. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure talking with you today, Emily and Justin. Thank you so much for joining me on INS Infusion Room. Thank you. This concludes this episode of INS Infusion Room, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. We welcome your comments. You can reach us at infusionroom at ins1.org. That's infusionroom at ins1.org. Thank you for listening.